girl. Hey. What it do? Girl, I'm so sick of this virus. Yeah, it I is mad it. annoying. This virus is beating my ass. It's annoying because, like, I want to just work normally. Not not saying, like, I really don't want to wear a mask because I don't mind wearing a mask when I'm dealing with clients. But I just want to, you know, move on. For me, I'm more so annoyed by the people who just decided that it was over for them and want to get close to me. Like, Girl. Let me do the step back. Yes, people have been like, oh, I'm just going to get it and I'm going to be fine. I'm like, uh, no. The people who come by you cough and say, no corona. You don't know what you got. Right? Like, I'm so sick of hearing, no corona, don't worry. When you got tested, sis, you could have just got it. Yeah, it's just it's just annoying that we don't know a lot about it. And I'm so sick of people in their fake facts or their facts mm-hmm. that they think they know because their friend is like works at a hospital or is a doctor or is a nurse. And it's just like no one has the proper research. We're still like figuring this thing out. But also, I think it's affecting me more my body more than I realize. Like I'm having the hardest time falling asleep every night. Oh, my God. I have these horrible anxiety attacks, actually. Oh. Like. Especially after working with people, I just be like, oh, my God, maybe I have it. Like, oh, my God. And I have to remember I have seasonal allergies. So <laughs> I'm, like, oh shit. I'm just giving myself a heart attack every night. And then I did have a client who was just over the top. Like, she literally sanitized everything. Oh, shit. Sorry. I prefer that than to someone who's just like, oh, just come on in. Well, no, to the point where it's just like, why am I here? Like, no, for real. Like it's like if you didn't trust that I'm I'm safe and I'm gonna keep you safe and I'm not putting you in harm's way, like let's just let me get over let's get through it instead of me being here an extra thirty minutes waiting on you to do some things that are still gonna touch you. Right. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm here drinking this um strawberry margarita. Yes, it me so too. Bomb. It is good. One year Patrick and I went to this fancy ass like authentic mexican restaurant where they Ooh. taught us how to make real like from mexico margaritas really where um it's not you don't have to go back that but oh. anyway <laughs> damn y'all know i love some mexican food right so um he's been making it like that ever since and he's putting everybody on everybody loves his margaritas so it's pretty dope yo pat i need the recipe right it's pretty good so this week we got a letter from a baby, a little a young uh, teenager. Okay. And they want to know if they should have sex with their boyfriend for the first time. Mm. And let me get your response before I give them mine as a mama. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I think you should definitely wait. Um, I think just being an adult who's who's been in this waiting game period, it's been like. I'm not gonna say how many years, but it's been some time. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you when you give it time and you're very mature about like knowing that everyone shouldn't have your body, I think it's it's a big step. And mm-hmm. I think it's not it's it goes beyond so many things that people say. It's all about you really and as a young woman and I think to keep yourself pure, you have a power over um a lot of other people. Because, I mean, a lot of people aren't saving themselves, so you'll you'll be different. And I think it's a great time to be different. Yeah, I agree. I feel like um, you're young and you have a lot more life to live. Yeah. And I've never personally heard someone say, I regret not doing it. 
Right. I hear a lot of people say, I regret that I gave that to him or right. that person or whatever. So you need to think about the feelings that you feel now and how five years from now, you probably won't even know where that person is. Yeah, my thing with young people is sometimes I just want to shake them. Like, come on, like, are you serious? Like, but we were them, and that's the thing. No, I feel like I've been mature in my like my whole life, right? I feel like I've had to grow up so so fast mm-hmm. because my parents had me young, so I didn't have time to make a lot of mistakes. And I knew that there was like this unspoken pressure on me about you know being fulfilling what they think I should do just because I didn't want to let them down. So I feel like I've always kind of been like kind of pent up. Yeah. For me, I remember being like in high school and rushing to grow up and thinking I know everything. And now it's like, I'm the first one to say, I don't know anything. Yeah. So it's just crazy how life works. But I think if you're asking this question, you secretly know that you're not ready. Definitely. But the thing is, for me, when I was dating my um, ex in high school and maybe in college, whenever we decided to like (laughs) to take that step, um, he was the right person in that moment. And I still I still feel like he was the right person. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it just all depends on the maturity and the structure of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if girl, if he. I think you need to think about all the bad things that could happen with this person. And if you're willing to go the long haul with that person, or if you, let's say if God forbid you got like pregnant, are you okay with that man being your husband or like being your baby's father? Like, you know, I think you just have to think about it from all angles. You do. Um, I don't want to sound like your parent because I'm assuming that you don't feel comfortable going to your parents, but you need to protect yourself if you are going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you find out it was a bad decision, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, we all go through bad men. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Megan said, we all go through bad men and we probably have all have slept with someone that be like, damn it, I wish I never slept with him. And it's not your first, but I mean, it still feels, I think it still has a similar weight to it. So it's just about processing and asking yourself, like, why do you want to share yourself with this person? Why do you believe this person is um, important enough to have this part of you that's so valuable and that's so sweet and intimate? I think you should just hold out, girl. You ain't missing on nothing. It's going to feel the same way in 10 years from now. (laughs) Yeah. Nah. But reading that letter had me thinking that I think our listeners need to get to know us a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And we should talk to them about some of our first experiences and let them know what happened. What? So let's start out a little easy, okay? Let's keep it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why don't you tell them your opinion on the first time you and I met and our thoughts when we met each other and how that was. Oh my god, that was how many years ago? Like, the, are we on this debate about it being seventeen oh years my ago? God. Yeah, there's this huge debate, but I think it's between seventeen and eighteen years. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> so for me, um, I just remember that we lived in like the same building, mm-hmm. and we met when she lived there, and I, my family was moving in. Right, and I was like, oh, finally, somebody my age, and we happen to be the same age. Going, I think we were going to go to the same school, or we were at separate schools at the time. At the time, we were at separate schools, yeah. Yeah, 
And I don't know. I was just so intrigued about. I don't think I had any friends, really. Yeah. Because it was like sixth, fifth grade, right? It was fifth grade and we were going into sixth. Yeah. And so I had newly moved to Evanston as well. So I think um, I was ready to cling on to someone. And I, when I met Megan, I was like, oh, yeah, just going to be my friend. And that's usually how my friendships go. Mm-hmm. I'll see someone from a distance like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. But it was so funny when I met her because I did not like her. I am an introverted person, and I see this girl who's my age coming, and she's so excited and friendly and happy, and that's so unlike my personality. And so she's like, hey, how are you? What's your name? And I'm like, get away from me. Like, <laughs> I was so and then, so, like, I went inside quickly. Like, I have to go help my mom. And I went inside, and I remember seeing her again at the garbage can, and she had, like, lanyards. And she's like, look, I want to show you my lanyard. And I was like, what is that? Like, I had the worst attitude. That's and hilarious. But then, Not lanyard. <laughs> but we ended up going to um, the same school, like she said. And I remember sitting at this table, not to be offensive to anyone, but the white table at lunch. Mm. And then I looked over and I saw Rebecca at the black table. So I'm friends and I'm like, why am I not there? Mm, and, I remember <laughs> that. And so we clicked, we, you know. We saw each other later, and we became friends, and, you know, like, it was cool. But it was so funny, because initially I was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? You gotta let your guard down, girl. You don't know. Don't miss your blessing. <laughs> and now I can't get rid of her, y'all. Yeah. But, yeah. I ain't going nowhere. So, Rebecca, how old were you when you had your first boyfriend? And it could be a play play, whatever. When you thought he was your first boyfriend. Oh, my first boyfriend. Dang, I really... I'm so lame. Like, I never really had a boyfriend until, like, I was in high school. I think my first boyfriend was Andrew. Like... Not even, like, Kitty, like, oh, I think I'm like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did have that. Sorry, let me run that back. My first boyfriend, I think we were, like, in middle school. And it wasn't even really no real relationship or nothing like that. I think we used to just, me and Megan, we used to actually just, like, play with people all the time. Yeah. It was, like, playing games. It wasn't even, like, yeah, it was just calling people on the phone. And, like, what did we do? We used to, like, phone tag and just, like, talk crap about people on the phone. What did we do? I forgot. But the thing about it is we always met guys who were friends. Yeah. So oh, my God. Yes. That was hilarious. So we went through, like, so many. And first of all, me and Megan, we really did not choose these people very well. Not at all. Like, like embarrassing to the point where we would never even see Megan. Never. <laughs> and they'll, they'll like look at us now and be like, damn, I used to date her. And I'm like, no, no, you didn't. That was such a joke. That was like, we were playing. Because, like, we would, what, so it's not phone tag. You know what I'm talking about? Call someone on private and talk crap. Oh, yeah. What is that called? I don't know. I don't know. But. Megan read, read this really disturbing letter to me a few weeks ago, but we're not going to go into detail. We are not. But <laughs> it just shows how petty and childish we were. We and to look back and see that we were actually upset about, you know, the stupid things that we were stuff. upset about. And it's like, you are so irrelevant in my life. No, the way we spoke, I was like, oh, my mom would have beat, our moms would have, like, handled us. Seriously. And even thinking back to us, like, saying, like, I'm sleeping over your house, you said you're sleeping over mine. Oh, my like God. That when you're a kid, it's like, no. I think we can tell them a little bit about our IHOP situation. We don't have to say the beginning part, but we can say how we both said. <laughs> <laughs> Megan uh, and I, her, yeah. yeah, 
I will tell the story because I will tell the PG version. <laughs> Megan and I told our parents like we were sleeping at each other's houses, but we really took the night to like hang out with guys. And then, like, when it got too spicy, we were like, oh, shit. Like, no, we're not ready for this. Yeah, we were not ready, okay? To, like, sleep over, none of that. So, and we were, what, sophomores in high school? Yeah. And so, actually, it wasn't, like, most girls are probably doing stuff at that age, but we weren't. Yeah, so, yeah. we were like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, we had to be young because we weren't driving yet. Because we were driving we were sophomores, so, yeah. so early in the sophomore mm-hmm. year. But it was just funny because we both told our parents, oh, I'm sleeping at Megan's. And Megan's like, I'm sleeping at her house. Mm-hmm. And um, our parents were like, oh, okay, because you know, our parents knew each other. And I think we were the only people that we could sleep at each other's homes yeah. mm-hmm. without like question. So we used that to our advantage. And then me and Megan ended up sleeping in IHOP. <laughs> so here's the thing. When we decided that we weren't going through with anything, we were like, shit. It's like three or five in the morning. We can't go home now. Right. Go to your house. Can't go to my house. What are we gonna do? Because our parents are like, where the, where are you at? Where's the only place that's open? (laughs) Four hours. (laughs) Good old IHOP on Howard Street, yo. But the shit was that we didn't realize you had to buy something. Oh my god, yes. What we we were probably broke broke right, at that we time. We had like five dollars each, and we were like, "Shit!" So we ordered a cup of coffee. Right. First of all, we kept ordering stupid stuff, like right. small stuff, like, "Ooh, can I just have one pancake?" Right. And I think you ordered like a sprite one. So yeah. First of all, the fact that we actually ran into um one of my dad's friends, and he wasn't like, "Let me take you home," like. That was weird. Like, how do you just see two high school girls and you don't say, like, uh, yeah, yeah, like, what the hell are you doing? He did say what we were doing. And we kind of, like, we're like, eh. But he could tell. I know he could tell we were lying. Right. I'm sure he left and called your dad right away. Yeah, shoot. But the one thing I remember from that, like you just said, we ordered one pancake. But the thing about it was it was unlimited, y'all. That's hilarious. And I remember her saying... No, we just want one. We're fine. And then when we left, when it was actually daylight, we were hungry as hell. <laughs> no, the funniest part is, y'all. So we hung out till I think it was from like 8 p.m., yeah, 8 a.m. We, we went till a time that would be acceptable. Yeah, but no. So it was like 3 in the morning, and we left IHOP at like 8 a.m. So first of all, the staff was looking at us like, okay, bitch, like, what are y'all doing? Right. And then we kept just saying, like, oh, we're locked out the house or something, whatever. They didn't really too much bother with us. Thank God. Like, in this day and age, I think they would um, kick you out. Yeah. And, well, like, like, call the police or someone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, back then, we were pretty, um, it was pretty easy to just kind of do what you got to do. But the thing that I was going to say that was funny is. Um, I hope you're thinking what I'm thinking. No, go ahead. The funny thing was that we were closer to her house. Oh, my God, yes. So we walked to her house. (laughs) Together. together. (laughs) What kind of stupid shit was that? Because really, we wanted a ride. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was far. Because you lived way too far to walk from there. So we come there, and they're like, oh, her family's like, what are you doing here? And I was just like, oh, I decided to walk Rebecca home. And they're like, oh, really? That's nice. And... We had to, you had to walk me back halfway. Yes. That's another, that was so <laughs> funny. First of all, we walked probably like a mile, two miles yeah. to my house. Yep. And then your house is probably a good 4.5 4. 5 miles. Yeah. And we had to walk that whole way because oh my when God. we realized we, like her family had to leave or something. So they're like, oh, okay. And first of all, we look busted and disgusted and tired, we like not slept, like, we were hungry. 
See, this is why you don't lie. So, yeah. young lady who just called, be upfront with your parents. And Let them know. Do what we do, okay? Yeah, that was so stupid. Like, okay, girl. Stupid. Wow. Dead. Anyway, so beyond that, Rebecca, what was your first real date that you went on? A real date? Date. Oh. Like, Wow, see, for me, I'm not usually like, oh my god, this is it, this is the first time So, I'm trying to think, my first date, who and where Um, I probably went, like, for wings Um, I want to say it was Buffalo Wild Wings But then it was, like, a date, and then, like, other people came And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we were young, high school stuff So, it was like, uh, yeah (laughs) I don't remember my first actual date, but I can tell you my first date with my husband. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. I know. I remember, I remember that. you and I were together when I met him, and we were going to see like Gucci Man or something. Okay, I remember. Yeah, we saw him at Jewel though. Right. Before I think we was getting like pregame stuff. No, we saw him at Dominic's. Yeah, Dominic's. Yeah. So. I met him that night, whatever, we exchanged numbers. And so that whole night after when Rebecca and I were going out, we were texting, whatever, and he was like, oh, I want to see you the next day. Um, so he was like, well, we can, I could go only go out. I was still in high school, so I could only go out for a couple hours. So he was like, I need to make a run into the city to pick up some sneakers or something. Do you want to ride with me? And I was like, okay. So it wasn't a real, real date, but it was the first time I was hanging out. And... We legit were in the car for about four hours. He couldn't find the place. We never <laughs> made it to the damn place. Oh, no. Wow, so you, like, were in the car the whole time? Driving. And he was so confused. And I'm like, what? And then he ended up... Maybe he was nervous. He was. And he ended up driving me back um, and dropping me back home. And when it was time to leave, it was kind of like a... Like, it was a good day, but we just never got anywhere. That's funny that you're, like, younger than him and you made him nervous. Like, yeah. that says a lot about your personality. Well, you know I mean. <laughs> you're, you're up tight. But then I was about to get out of the car and he shook my hand. What? And I was, I got out of the car like, this fucking loser. Never <laughs> again. What the fuck? I don't know what I wanted. I didn't like, I wasn't going to kiss him or anything, but it's like, who shakes somebody's Maybe hand? a hug. Right. Something. As long as he, he didn't dap you up. No, but he straight was like, nice to meet you. Oh, but, but that's better than dapping you up. Now, dapping you up, you like, he, we, for the homies. That was horrible. But, hey, 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even know. Yeah, I can't, I really can't touch back to my first day. It wasn't, clearly wasn't memorable like that, but. Yikes. Yeah. So, let's switch this a little bit. As an adult. Do you mm-hmm. remember the first big thing you bought with your own money, like over $100? I worked for this. What was it? My car. Mine too? Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yes. Well, how old were you? What kind of car? Tell me. Um, How old was I when I bought my car? I was 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was nervous. I was like, damn, I really about to buy a car. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, it was just nerve wracking because I kept remember asking my aunt and I was like, oh, my God, this is so expensive. And it was like, I think three hundred dollars a month, three fifty a month. And mm-hmm. I was still like kind of working like at Nordstrom and, you know, right. so, yeah, it just felt like a big commitment. Yes. But when you left a lot, how did you feel? Oh, I was cruising. I was like, yes, finally, I'm in a car that's like 
I can tell if I have gas. Because remember my old car? My my first car, speaking of cars. Yeah, the Pontiac. You cannot, you can never gauge the gas meter. You guys, we pushed that car so many times. Yeah, but even if, like, we knew the gas meter, I think we still would have pushed. Probably. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was a, it was an upgrade, and I mean, I had another car in between that, two cars, yeah. but still, it was just funny. Yeah, for me, I think I was twenty two, mm-hmm. and that I had just I got my car before I got my license, y'all. So I got it really late too. I was just <laughs> afraid to get my license. I failed my driver's test four times, so Damn. I really shouldn't have been on the road. Yeah, I still shouldn't. Honestly. I was about to say that, but I want to put you, <laughs> y'all, Megan. If you see Megan on the road, just pull over, I let her go by. First of all, she used navigation. Everywhere, y'all. To go to work every day, I need my navigation. I'm like, girl, you've been there a million times. It's around the corner. I don't know. I can't, like, think. We've become so dependent on technology. I remember at a time, like, we used to use, like, it smelled like I went this way. Like. Like, oh, honestly, like, when I was a kid, my aunt would take me somewhere, and I would remember. Like, I have a photographic memory, so I would remember down to the nail every turn Wow, it was crazy like one time I think her husband had to like drop her off to work and then like she forgot her keys or something and he didn't remember how to get there and there was no GPS and he was lost and I was like no go this way go this way go that way and I was literally like probably like seven remember the whole way that's wild because I think if my navigation drove me into a lake I would be in the lake damn <laughs> yeah nah. I didn't need it. but anyway I just decided on a whim one night i was like i can't do this anymore i think the bus like passed me up or something and did it splash you <laughs> no i would leave work it'd be dark as fuck in the winter you yeah know? yeah and then Oof. it's cold and a bus pass you up yeah I was oh pissed. yeah and so that night i was like it was like seven or eight o'clock at night and i was like we're going to get a car and i was like what I was like, I need a car. I don't care. No license, no nothing. So we went into the dealership. They were pissed as fuck because we came in almost near nine mm-hmm. when they were closing. And I was like, I need this lowest payment, lowest whatever. And it ended up being two fifty a month, but it was a Sentra. And I was just like, hey. And I was hella. I drove like with no license for about three months. I'm I dead. My test. <laughs> <laughs> yep. First I do what you got to do. I was gonna say, did you crash it at all? I didn't crash it, but I was trying to back in because I had the back camera, but I didn't have no front camera. Girl. And I scratched. People be getting real happy with them backup cameras, be zooming back, and I'm like, okay, keep playing. That's why I need both. I need the front, the back, and the all around because I can't do it. Honestly, I think I'd be real dyslexic if I had like a backup camera. I'd be like, okay, what am I looking at? And I'd probably end up hitting something. new car i learned how to use it and then i go to take the test and they don't cover up the backup camera how am i supposed to go what i I don't know how to back up ma'am like that's why i bought this car dead so yeah it was a struggle okay wow Mm -mm -mm. but yeah so speaking of struggle mm -hmm. when did you know the first time you were struggling like ooh. um I realized I was struggling for real, for real, about a couple years into our marriage. And I had a baby. I wasn't working. I was a stay-at-home mom for a while, and we didn't have no grocery money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. 
And that was the first time I realized, like, I'm a fucking adult. Like, yeah. I need a job. Like, yeah. I need to, you know, like, it wasn't easy just moving on our own. And we weren't that couple that was like, oh, let's stay in our mom's basement for a while or anything yeah. like that. Like, I'm like, we need to get a place. We need to furnish a place. We yeah. need to get a cute nursery and all this stuff. And then it's like, from where? Where's the money? <laughs> I, so I hadn't realized because I went straight from home into someone else's home you know mm-hmm. well into my married home and i didn't realize like money don't just come because Girl. you need it yeah and i think you have always been a saver so you probably thought yeah. you wasn't you had enough until you realized all the expenses well that's the thing it was for me like i when i got married i didn't have a job but i always had money from like from i was young, always yeah sitting at 13 like i hoarded money i never spent money on anything so I used to say, like, I used to do the groceries because although I was a stay-at-home mom, I needed to feel like Fine, I was, like, providing something because at that time I didn't feel like I really was. And so we would fucking go to the grocery store and he'd buy all this shit and I would be pissed. Mm. Like, this ain't your money. Right. And those are or was it, like, healthy food? I don't know what he was buying, but because I was seeing my money go so fast, mm. I was like, it was causing us to get in arguments, and he didn't understand because I wasn't saying, like, I'm worried about money. I right. wasn't comfortable at that time, and I was like, oh my God, I'm struggling. Like, why didn't my mom tell me this? That's crazy, but at least you're not struggling no more, girl. Thank you, you, you can probably buy the groceries for the next three people behind you. Right? Thank you. God is a blessing. What about you? What did you first realize? Um, I think when, after I graduated college, I was like, damn, like struggling with like, who am I? Like, who do I need to be? Like, where do I need to go? And I think, um, you just, I don't know with me. I know we talked a little bit about this in our, um, Island parents episode, but I think your parents and your like families often have like a big influence of like who you become and your choices that you're going to make. And, you know, you want to make them proud. So you're like, okay, so like, I just couldn't figure out if I'm going to take the corporate route or am I going to like, just, you know, go out on a whim and try to be me and be an entrepreneur. And Mm -hmm. so like, I realized I was struggling at that point. And I mean, I was able to live at home for a little bit. So got myself together and I had to make those pivots real quick and, before I knew it, I was on my own and I was working a job and I got my own apartment and I, yeah, I, I got on my grown woman shit. Yeah. Never look back. Yeah, same thing for me. Cause that was one of the things I was going to ask you too. When you realized that you couldn't go to your parents. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. And I think for me, it was, I decided that if I'm going to move out of my mom's house, I'm not going to yeah okay so that's how I feel about my mom but me and my dad we never grew up in a household together like he was always present always in my life but I've always told him like dude I'm not gonna stop asking you until somebody put a ring on my finger (laughs) and even then I might be like daddy I I still want this so um but for my mom I feel like my mom's like she was a single mom for a while and now she's married but um I just felt like I never wanted to take from her because she had a lot on her plate but my dad always seemed to be like more of the person who had extra so I'm like yeah I'm gonna ask him yeah when I look at your relationship with your dad I always think it's gonna be really tough for your husband because your dad provides every and anything you need yeah so he's gonna have a tough time I don't think so I just think my husband's gonna come well equipped that's why I met him that's why I ain't met him yet. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna come real correct, and and I'm not looking for no one to be my daddy, but no, of course 
um, I'm definitely looking for someone who who wants to compliment me in all things. So, which is kind of difficult because I feel like I am, I am a ball of a person. Like I have a lot of layers. <laughs> okay, what was um, the first concert you went to? First concert? Oh, Beyonce. Oh, when? Yeah. Oh, back in the day. It was like I think one of her like big concerts here in Chicago at Soldier Field. I can't remember exactly what, but it was crazy. Who'd you go with? I went with my little sister and my cousin Bella and it was just so much fun. Beyonce has so much personality and she just keeps the crowd rocking. She like literally we all went home with no voice. And it was so good that we bought like T shirts, like I think that is so lame. Yes. (laughs) They're probably like fifty or forty dollars. It was crazy. But yeah. Mine was um Rihanna. Oh yeah. So opposites. Yeah. She is my favorite artist and I went with my sisters and we had um floor seats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. See the thing is I I like Rihanna as a business person, but I don't know. Like she cool. What? Yeah, I I love Rihanna, but I don't know, like, I like her music. I like it, but I'm not going to say I love it. Mm, I'm always in the mood for her music, like, yeah, it's sad, it's happy. Yeah, I I like it, but I I actually like old Rihanna, like, come here, rude boy, boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I really love that. Yeah, cool. Okay, um, where did you go on your very first plane ride? Oh my god! First are hard. Like what? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me think. Maybe let me think about the first one that I paid for myself. No, just any. for <laughs> me. First, I'll do mine while you yeah. think about yours. Mine was actually coming to this country. Mm. When I was four, coming from Belize here, and mm. I can still remember little pieces. I remember having a Barney dinosaur yeah. and putting it on the conveyor belt or whatever for TSA. Oh wow! Or whatever it was at that time, because TSA wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cute. So I always remember that. Like, Do you remember anything about the flight? No. Oh. I remember just being in the sky and sitting next to my mom. But that's about it. Yeah, I remember my first trip. Now, we went to Boston. My mom's uh, brother lives out there. And so it was fun. What's the longest flight you've ever been on? Uh, Germany. How long? In Turkey. How many hours? Um, uh, Germany and Turkey. I think uh, like 13 hours of travel. That's yeah, it was crazy. And honestly, I'm claustrophobic, so it was very hard. I drank a lot of wine and passed out. And then on the way back, it's like, for some reason, when you're flying back, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit longer. And I'm sure it's about air quality or whatever. But, girl, I tried to take a, um, what is this thing, Benadryl? Mm-hmm. I freaked out. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. a lot of people say, like, take a mask and I think I would freak out, too. Yeah. Like, I I'm not into the drugs. I mean, the wine was enough, but... Mm-hmm. When I took that Benadryl, I freaked out because I felt like I was falling asleep, but I felt like I wanted to be up to protect myself. It was weird. So, yeah, mine was to Japan, and I think it was seventeen hours. Yeah, girl, you talking about me? That's that was hell. Like, I don't think I'll ever do another long flight. Like, I don't that. know how your family does it. Okay, so when you got off, what did your body feel like? Hell. <laughs> oh like I God. felt like my legs, like I could couldn't really walk. Like they felt like jelly. And I was just exhausted. But, like, you know when you're overtired and you can't sleep, but you're so tired? Mm -hmm. That's how I felt. Oh, baby. I would have to be in first class with my legs up. Yeah, it was bad. And then they kept waking you up for food and, like, ugh. Yeah. 
And it felt for me like longer getting there. I think it, I'm the opposite for you. Like coming back, it was a breeze. Because mm. you were ready to go home. Right. But going there, I didn't think I was ever going to make it. Oh my God. Yeah, that's not a thing. Actually, I was going to ask you, when did you know that you were like in love? Mm-hmm. But I think I realized that I was in love when I was planning my future with him. Like mm-hmm. when I was looking at what I wanted the next five, ten years to look like, he was in all of my um, everything I was thinking. Yeah, that and makes I sense. Like, I and I'm not a mushy person at all. Like, no, you're not. Don't hug me. Don't say sweet things to me. <laughs> but it was just like, oh my god, I love him. I like him. <laughs> Yeah. I think you're gonna stay Right mm-hmm. What about you? I mean honestly I don't have one Cause if I did I'd probably be with them Right but you've been in love before I think it's so funny Because I think when you Are in a relationship you think you're in love And then you, you date someone else who, who like loves harder Or is more attentive and then you kind of look back And you're like well damn was I in love Or was I like, or did I just like Lust or did I just like him a lot Like so I really can't answer that right now. Yeah, but when you're young, don't you feel like you? Just I think you're. Do you think you're in love every time? Every, every time. time. Yeah, like, for I sure. I love him. I will die if he's not here. Right, and I mean, I definitely felt like that. But I'm just saying, like, I think I'm still waiting on like that that good love where I'm like, it feels safe, it feels comfortable, yeah. it feels like it's reciprocated in all ways and all things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. still waiting. Oh what? It's coming, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so, even though you're not in love, who mm-hmm. is the first person you text when something really big or exciting happens? I have like a list. I think it's like between you, Charmin, um, Chelsea. Like, it just depends on like what it is. Because I think each of you guys get excited about different things. Yeah. So, sure. if it's like, you know, it depends on what it is. I don't really want to say, but you know. Yeah. What about you? Is it the same people for when bad things happen? Um, If you're super sad or you missed out on something you really wanted, like yeah. So I think it's once again. I think it connects back to the relationship. So I think I would probably text you if something like something I'm disappointed because I know you you'll know how to like bring me back Mm -hmm. and like not really focus on the negative part of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it also is the same. Like it depends on like what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it really changes because some people know how to, like, motivate you and mm-hmm. they're there. Mm-hmm. And I can't stand a person when you're really depressed and they're just like, oh, it's fine. It, yeah. Like, wasn't meant for you. Like, that's not what you want to hear right yeah. now. Like, Honestly, and then outside of that, like, I, I call my dad a lot, like, because he is really good about just, like, he calls it getting my head out of my ass. <laughs> and like it's so true because I think sometimes he just breaks it down so simple and I'm like dang like why didn't I think about it like that mm-hmm. so I usually call him when things aren't working out so he can remind me that I'm still that bitch right for me when I'm like really really worried and I need someone to like motivate me spiritually I call my mom though because she always got a word in her yes like, she is a prayer warrior for real. Yes. And I know that, like, from the God side of things, she you're just going to pull a quote out. Mm-hmm. And it makes me just feel Give good. Give you a scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. I have, I definitely have like my prayer warriors. I have like a prayer group. And so when things are not going well, or if I need prayer, I always like reach out to them or I'll reach out to like my pastor's wife or my pastor, you know, yeah. or I just get down and pray myself and just talk to God and be like, help me. When did you realize that like you were going to church for you mm-hmm. and not for like, because my mom, I grew up this way and my mom wants me to go to church. Mm-hmm. I actually developed that in college because I feel like in college I started to feel a little bit of loss, mm-hmm. um, especially like after breaking up and just, you know, just finding myself out there and, you know, finding my footing in a place that I haven't been. And I'm a city girl and I'm in the suburbs. And, and I felt like there was nothing I could really connect with that was real. Like, you you know, you can make friends all day long, but I felt like I needed that connection. So I started going to church in college and I was like, wow, like this fulfills my spirit and this is feeding my soul. And yeah. So, I mean, I've always knew that God was the way, but I feel like when I knew it made a significant change and and fulfilled like a big purpose in my life, I was in college. Yeah. For me, it was around the same time, but different experience. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure a lot of you guys don't know. I found out I was pregnant at 27 weeks. I was six months and I had no idea. I wasn't showing, wasn't anything. And I went to a routine doctor's appointment and they were like, oh, you're pregnant. Mm. very pregnant you know and that was a huge shock for me because I think a week or two before I had broken up with Patrick like I was through with his ass Mm. and so that came as a huge shock and I that was like a low point for me where I was like what the fuck am I going to do with my life because there were so many things like I was in college there were so many things that I wanted to do and was doing and I couldn't see how that was going to happen yeah so I did. I didn't feel like I could go to anyone. I didn't want to talk to my mom or my family about it. So I went to the Bible. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't talk. Like, I didn't pray a lot or talk to God a lot or didn't go to church or anything. And I'm just like, I don't know where else to go. Mm-hmm. So, and that, like, truly awakened my love and, like, my need for that. And, you know, like, look, everything turned out really well. Yeah. And it's just crazy because I could just remember that moment. And it's just seeing myself now at that time, I never thought I would be here. Yeah. And God is so good because he goes before us in all things. And, and he knows, you know, he he's knows. the creator. Yeah. Like, you gonna see. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's all about having the faith to trust him and just letting him um, take you on the journey. And, and just even knowing in times of darkness, he's just preparing you to be more equipped for you know the later situations because i'm sure like going through that time Mm -hmm. um as a mom now you're you're fully equipped to handle scary moments or like unplanned moments you're like okay well i've been through a really big unplanned moments (laughs) so now it's like you can take on anything so he's always preparing us right so we got a little deep so let's bring it on back what's the first app you check when you wake up on your phone Oh, we're still deep. I actually check the Bible app and then, yeah, because I usually have like my, um, my scripture of the day usually goes off (laughs) or I mean, it's like email or Instagram, you know, for me, I'm old y'all CNN. Oh, hell no. That's the one app. I do not be on them news apps because I'm like, y'all full of crap. Y'all be lying. I know, but I need to know. Mm -mm, I really need to know what's happening. 
happening. So I stay on like in the weather app too. I be on the weather app. I'm like, okay, what am I wearing? Am I wearing hoochie mama clothes or am I wearing a grandma (laughs) dress? Okay, and the last question before we get up out of here is what is the first thing you do every day when you come home from work? The first thing I do, oh girl, I take off my clothes and jump in that shower. Yeah, for me, I gotta yeah, take my bra off. Yeah, because, like, oh, oh, girl, my wig. My wig is probably already off in the car. <laughs> and then it's, like, funny because I live in a high-rise building, so um, my wig be, like, under my arm. And then I'll be, like, I know my neighbors are like, what the hell? Yeah, I did. What? Yeah. So, but I try not to do that anymore. But, guys, like, come on. It's just like taking your bra off. It's the same level of satisfaction. You don't need to imagine dogs, but yeah. I'm just telling you, like, it just feels good and loose and, and cool air hitting your scalp. Mm. Yeah. I could just, ooh. Well, yeah, that's how it feels to take the bra off. I got to. I'm walking in the door trying to undo that thing. Like, I can't. Yeah. And just, like, taking, like, a nice hot shower and just rinsing yes. the day off. And getting outside off you. Yes. Yes. Especially now with this damn virus. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, throwing all my clothes in the washing machine and... Mm-hmm. Just trying to, you know, stay safe. Right. So let's go into our TV section. You mm-hmm. watching anything ever? <laughs> like, I don't even know why you asked me this. But I heard you were catching up on something. Oh, I, I actually am catching up on something. I Guys, I'm sorry. I don't watch TV. Like, I, one, don't have the time. And two, like. Please don't listen to watch TV. No, like, okay, I'll binge watch stuff. Oh, actually, before I even talk about that, have y'all seen the trailer for um, Ghost's new show, like Power? No, I never even watched Power. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Ha. You ain't watch Power. How about you catch up on Power? Right. But, yeah, so I checked out, like, um, the trailer for that, so I will be tuning in to see how they can segue and make um, The Sun, like, the new Ghost. And I've been... something like a continuation? Yeah. 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 So, like, basically, they closed the first chapter of it, and his father passed on from the show. And now the son is, like, taking over the reins, and now he's the new ghost. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, it's, it should be interesting dynamic. I'm looking forward to see it. But the previews and trailers were, I think, they were pretty solid. Okay. I might check it out. What you watching? Okay. I don't know if this is new or old or whatever, but I was on Netflix, and... I started to watch this show called Dr. Foster. Mm-hmm. It's two seasons, um, and it pissed me off mm. so bad. But I could, it's like a train wreck. I couldn't stop watching it. Oh, wow. So it's about a woman who is married, and the first episode, she finds a blonde hair. She's a brunette on her husband's scarf. Oh. And she is, like, obsessed with thinking he's cheating. And she's, like, checking everything, doing all this nigga shit. He was mm. cheating, okay? Okay. And she Keep was August. fucking crazy. That shit, crazy. Damn, okay. It's really good. Y'all need to watch. Dang. So, it's Dr. Foster on Netflix. What do you think you would do if you found, like, a hair on Patrick? I would Dr. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'd be like, yeah, listen... Honey, yeah. My, if you don't want me to take this hair and strangle you with it, seriously, you better go um lint roll your clothes. Right, like, but she was so stupid too, and that was the thing. Like, none of the actions she took, I would take. Mm. So, but it's good. Y'all have to watch. Let me know what you think because it's super good. Okay, now, what's new that you've tried this week that you like? 
So I've been, um, I've always worn like high end makeup from like, uh, like high end real retail stores or like Blue Mercury, um, Sephora. And so I was like, recently I've been watching like YouTube videos of like these big bloggers and stuff. And they're, they've been posting like different like foundations and concealers that you can find in the drugstore. So I am actually trying out this, uh, black radiance foundation stick, mm. which is the truth the pigment the coverage it's really nice and i think foundation sticks are often um very oily and this is just like the perfect balance for my skin so yeah that's what i'm loving that's what i'm trying where did you find it and how much was it i found it at cvs it was i want to say like 9.97 or something like that yeah so it's kind of like a pretty good price especially because i think most foundation sticks run you about like 45 dollars so That was a good savings, and I've already added it to my, like, regimen routine, and it, it works out pretty well. Color spot on, which I thought was great. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, you should. This week, I am loving um, Fenty Skin. Mm. So, uh, Rihanna just launched her new skincare line, and it is a cleanser, a toner serum, and then the moisturizer with SPF. And so I have the whatever value set, whatever with all of them, and I like them a lot. Mm, yeah, they they're very fragrant. I mean, the one thing about me is I've never been into like these trends of like beauty trends. Like, oh my god, Rihanna just Kylie just dropped this, and Rihanna just dropped that. And... No, I buy all the black things. Let me just say that. Yeah, but either way, like I'm not jumping on it like that. But I think it the packaging is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Her marketing is so on point. Like I I love what she's doing, and I love what she stands for, and being inclusive, and you know, not excluding anyone. So. No, but I get it. I get the whole fat thing, but let me tell you. There's a couple things I do like about it, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that the cleanser is non-drying. Most mm-hmm. cleansers strip your face of everything. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, even if you have makeup on, the cleanser will take it off. Like, yeah. you don't need to do, like, an oil-based cleanser or something beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then I like that the moisturizer has SPF because in the morning, that cuts out one of my steps. I don't have to add in an SPF. So, I think that's dope. Yeah, I agree. I do like that toning lotion, but I don't know. Something about the smell kind of smells like Play-Doh or something, but, I mean, it all feels really nice. I really like the texture of the moisturizer. Yeah, it it gave you a nice glow to your skin. Yeah, and it's all natural stuff in there. So Oh, probably like a botanical. Yeah. Thing in there. Yeah. So, um, it's dope. Go Riri. Right? It's your birthday. <laughs> it's sold out, though. Yeah, sorry, y'all. Yeah. Next time. The question of the week this week, y'all, is can you be a successful woman and be in a successful relationship? Uh, yes and yes and yes. Do you think, follow-up question, since you said yes right away, why do you think that is a question? Um, I just think because sometimes women, they're like so headstrong about like what they want and they're so career driven that oftentimes like they might even like run good men away. I don't know. Or they might like not find someone who measures up. I think you just have to be patient and allow the person who's for you to make their way to you. Um, I agree. I say yes. You can be a successful woman in a successful relationship. But I think you... um need to know exactly what you're looking for yeah and you got to be prepared to make adjustments in what way and like so like i think 
if like people with all these big lists, you have to realize that you can't have like a super big list. Like and just like, oh, I, if you're Ear Spears, I'm not dating you. And you, you know, you gotta kind of like be realistic. But do you think if you're a really successful woman that you need to be with a really successful man for it to work? No. Mm-mm. I think, like I said in previous episodes, you need to find someone who's going to balance you out and meet you like where you fall short. Mm-hmm. And um, because that's the whole point about it. It's like partnership. How can we make this a partnership? How can we elevate one another? How can we support one another? When, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. So. Let us know what you guys think. If you agree that you can be a successful woman and be in a successful relationship, or you completely disagree and maybe you've had your experience. So, where can they get us on? Hey guys, so we want to thank you again for following us and liking and yes, subscribing to our baby. podcast. The numbers are looking so bomb. So, mm-hmm. use this as like your your I don't know your Wednesday night chill. Right. But you can follow us at You Think You Grown Podcast on Instagram. Email us. Yeah, don't forget to send us your um, questions, your comments. Let us know if you need advice, and we're going to hook you up. Yeah, we're here for the long run. So don't forget, if you're watching this, go ahead and like and subscribe and share to two friends. Yep, thank you for listening. Good night. Bye, see you Wednesday. I'm a grown woman. I can do whatever I want.